Howdy, this is Vibrant Vernacular. I am Pashas. I'm Shawan. It's Azalea. <laughs> Good day, everybody. So, it is Halloween. Isn't that exciting? Ooh, spooky season. Uh, exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, as normal, let's start with an attitude of gratitude. What's everybody thankful for? I'm definitely just thankful for um, rest, relaxation. I just had a week's vacation in Florida. So um, I'm just extremely thankful for the opportunities. You know, when you look at things for what they are, it's like, oh, hell no, I can't go nowhere. You know, but then it's like, it's going to be all right. You know, um, we're blessed, you know, to have more than enough sometimes and, I'm just thankful to be able to, to go, you know, to go somewhere. So I'm feeling, I'm a little tired, but I feel good. Like it's a good tire, like an amped up type of tire, if that makes sense. But I'm just thankful for experiences and people that I can genuinely call family. Good job. Um, I'm thankful for just waking up today. <laughs> Keep it real basic. Um, and that I have off work tomorrow because. Um... Hello. Yes. Okay. So as okay. the you were saying, you were thankful for being off work tomorrow. You want to start there? Yes. Just thankful for being off work tomorrow. Um, just need to like tap into some mental health. Like work's been extremely redunculous. Um, mm-hmm. So just trying to like step away from that. And I don't know, like, I know this is like thankful season and like, you know, quote unquote rest season coming up. And I, I need to take advantage of that, I think, because like I'm just kind of <laughs> over what I do and I need to figure out um, the next transition of life. I think I'm getting too comfortable. Like, cause, you know, I mean, not to rant, <laughs> sounds like a therapy session here. Um, but just mm-hmm. to figure out, you know, what's next. Yeah. So, yeah, I always say plan your exit. I was writing as you were talking. Like I always tell people, plan your exit. If you know damn well that ain't where you want to be, get out. But you, exactly. you got to be strategic because you still got responsibilities. But plan your exit, girl. Exactly. I would agree, of course, Azalea, with your sentiment. It has been very stressful. Um. I'm thankful for just being able to have people that understand you (laughs) in your life and just trying to find that little bit of peace that you can find. Um, And the togetherness of my family, like we get together for everything. It doesn't matter what it is. We will get together and it'll just be us and it'd be the best time ever (laughs) just just with us. I kind of appreciate that. But yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm on that path too as a lady. This has been a really tough, tough couple of months I mean more than a couple of months at the job but it's just very very stressful and I had a rough one this week too what you thankful for girl I said I said it oh (laughs) the family time yes 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 yes. I heard work 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 like okay look I'm like if y'all don't quit them damn jobs yeah If it was that easy, I think he would today. <laughs> I'm, 
what's the problem? Just let it go. Like, it's not that simple <laughs> at all. So, <laughs> thank y'all both for sharing, being honest about it, you know. Well, we know it is Halloween, people, so we wanted to kind of just delve into, like, just customs, traditions, anything that you guys do that may be different, maybe the same, um, and how would you feel about incorporating different aspects of Halloween, or have you guys researched anything that caught your attention that would be interesting to celebrate? Well, I don't, I don't care for Halloween whatsoever. Um, my children get annoyed with me because I'm like, we're not doing it. I mean, year after year, I, we're honestly in bed early on Halloween because I don't like to celebrate it. The last two years that we've been um, here in Atlanta, we have kind of walked outside of our door to see what the hell was going on, you know, because <laughs> it was a lot going on. But um it's just one of those holidays. I'm like, y'all can miss me with all of this. Like, I don't understand why people want to be scared. I'm, I'm easily startled, you know, um, <laughs> and I just don't, I don't care for it at all. It's not one of my favorite days. And I'm just, I do, I'm just amazed at how people go all out for this holiday. Um, you know, the money spent, the time and energy put into things. I'm like, uh, not for me, but it's just not my cup of tea, but Hey, I would like to explore and do things differently that don't involve the gory side of it, you know. Um, so I'm open to suggestions on how to make it a pleasant experience. Okay, guys, I have to take a break real quick to yell at my son. Like, this is about to be a real life um, moment on the podcast. Ada! Oh, my. <laughs> Keep it down. <laughs> I think this is a work from home job so I can totally relate to that (laughs) I can totally relate if anybody can I try to record when everybody's sleeping or not (laughs) yeah I do try to record when everybody's sleeping but by the time we get on the podcast sometimes it's when my house is waking up so it is like yeah it is real world (laughs) over here so the downfall of Halloween is the crackhead sugar high um, that the kids get off of it and it's just like stop (laughs) stop but um, I don't want to say I have um, like any traditions I'm easily scared too but I do like to I guess kind of do stuff so to speak Um, especially since I have like a kid now like when I was younger I ain't gonna lie it was just all about dressing like a slut Going out, um, you know, looking cute, drinking all the fun drinks that are like in, you know, syringes and all that crazy stuff. And since I went to a white college, like it was lit, like they were ready to go. So it was very, you know, it's a culture shock. Like growing up with my mom and grandma, you know, if my mom had it, okay, get this little plastic costume. We're not going to mm-hmm. go like all out and about, but I'll let y'all trick or treat. But you know, same thing. They take us to the mall where they're stingy with their candy. So don't take your kids there if you're going trick-or-treating. Um, and then my mom was not about to buy no damn $10 bag of candy. Um, <laughs> exactly. Or for us to just be like, oh, we had candy. Like, move no. on. <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely- so, um, yeah, once I got older, it was just like um, college life. It was fun. 
And then now, like, my son's into it. Kind of sucks because now he wants to be all this scary shit. I'm like, come on. Like, cut it out. Um, But I do take him trick-or-treating. This year, we decorated our door like a spider web. Um, But, yeah, that's pretty much it. I think my family, we find every reason to celebrate. So it doesn't matter. If it was a bar mitzvah and we were down, (laughs) we would be doing it. But, um... We always had Halloween as a big deal. I mean, my mom never had a lot, like you said, as a lady to buy like expensive costumes. But we always went trick-or-treating. We always had bags and bags of candy to give out to other children. Um, I think we just, we don't even pay attention to the meaning sometimes behind it. We just do it just to have something to do, to be honest with you. And yes, we celebrated with my children. We definitely, my son does like scary stuff. Which I don't like scary stuff, but I don't have a problem with them liking scary stuff. Um, so it's more so just like every year now, my son, of course, wants scarier and scarier costumes. Doesn't bother me none. I'm more of a, um, I don't like paranormal stuff. So like witches mm-hmm. and demons and Frankenstein and Dracula, none of that bothers me. But more of the paranormal stuff is where I have issues because I do believe in spirits and those mm-hmm. types of things. So those movies, I don't look at scary movies, but we just went to a haunted uh, forest on last Friday. One of mm-hmm. my coworkers' um, family owns it, so she let us come for free. And, yeah, we were running and screaming, and, and yeah, oh, it was pretty no. fun. So I just, I just feel like welcoming that stuff you know the the evil spirits in it's like that's what this holiday sim- has always symbolized for me and I'm like I don't want none of that you know what I'm saying like I don't want any of that so I just feel like I have to draw the line you know and my youngest child is 12 and she wanted a costume she wanted to go celebrate or do trick or treat you're asking someone trick me or treat me like hell no like we don't need that in our lives you know what i'm saying like when i i guess i get so literal with it i'm like y'all no we're not doing it no I, I i'm shutting it down and it's of course they're angry with me you know but then it's like they get over it really fast but so shawan are you comfortable with like you know the trunk or treats that like now church and religious um venues are starting to do so that it's not necessarily quote unquote celebrating it but kind of letting the kids not feel I guess like Um, left out I know the church that we sometimes attend they'll say hey you know we're going to do a trunk or treat and but the costumes aren't allowed to be like you know scary yeah and see that's where I'm always conflicted because you know I a lot of times I feel like I do have one foot in and one foot out of the church you know uh, (laughs) for various reasons but it's always like I wrestle with that if you say we represent this, why are you welcoming other aspects into it? So it's always a, a thing where I end up going along with the majority, but personally, I have an issue with it, you know? So I find myself like, why am I doing this? Why am I here? You know, uh, when it comes to the damn Easter bunny and, you know, all these <laughs> other things, I'm like, what y'all, y'all confusing me, you know what I'm saying? If you have all these rules we're supposed to follow, it's like there's so much gray area. Like nothing is cut and dry, mm-hmm. black and white. Everything is like, well, we don't do this, but we do this. We'll do this, but we don't do. It's like you say it's like a substitute for joining the the 
I don't even have a word for it. But no, I I'm I'm always like annoyed with that. Okay. But, um, yeah, I, I'm just like I won't do that either. It's like you might as well go all the way with it if you go that far, you know. So it's like your own version of subscribing to what the masses are doing, and it just it just makes me feel awful inside. Like, you know, you say you don't stand for something, but then you find a way to still stand for that thing that you say you're not standing for. So. Gotcha. Yeah. I don't know. I just, <clears throat> I feel like we don't look up the meaning of things as much. Uh-huh. Um, I think we go along with traditions just because they're fun to do. I know personally, I didn't know what the meaning of Halloween, Christmas, Easter, Valentine's Day. And some of them, I still don't know the meaning of it. But the ones that I have researched, if that was the case, you wouldn't be celebrating anything, Christmas included. So it's more so like once you get down to the nitty gritty of it all, it's kind of like I said, it, it, it can be gray, you know, for the most part. But also people have to evolve with the time. So if a church knows that some people are going to send their children out trick-or-treating, why not have a trunk-or-treat to try to curb that? If you stand for one thing in a religious sector, you're trying to curb those families from celebrating Christmas or Halloween or whatever it is that they're trying to celebrate by circumventing that if, if you feel as though it's the devil's day and all of that stuff. So <clears throat> when I was researching it, um, they said it started from the Celtic traditions. Um, and they were saying like on that day that the, I, I guess, I don't know how to say it. Like the line between the living and the dead became blurred. So they, said, yeah. So they, the people we've lost come to visit us on earth during that day. And the reason for the costumes is that they can blend in with everyone else because everybody's wearing masks and costumes so you won't know who or what you know what I'm saying as far as spirits of the living I don't look at it as an evil or a devil day because at the end of the day a lot of traditions use it to celebrate or commemorate their ancestors that passed away so Uh I look at it like that so like yes I miss my mom I miss my aunts I miss my grandparents and if that's the day that we choose to celebrate them as a collective then i mean i'm all for it i feel like you only invite evil in if you're allowing it to enter your circumference versus Mm -hmm. you know i don't know yeah i I think that's oh sorry go ahead no i was just saying i think that's where probably i wouldn't feel comfortable that like you said it's basically like they say the thinning of the veil where everything you just said is accurate i think that's kind of where i draw the line like I'm not about to have like a Ouija board um, or like necessarily, you know, a seance to kind of like say, hey, oh, this, this and this, you know, if that's your preference, that's cool. But just like you, you all both basically said, you know, I believe in spirits. I believe in all of that. So I don't want to summon something that's not, you know, supposed to be summoned. Like that's kind of where I draw the line. Um, And I think I don't know if it's all Hispanic culture or if it's just Mexican culture. I think tomorrow is kind of their like day of the dead. So it's that's today. Where... Oh, it's is it today? Show. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that same I thing. Think, yeah, because I was talking to Pashis like a, a few days ago, and then I talked to another friend last night, and she mentioned the same thing Pashis said, like that um, we are one of the only cultures who don't really like honor the dead. You know, mm-hmm. what I'm saying yep. not in a freaky, crazy way, but 
to honor like our mothers, you know what I'm saying? It's been hitting us pretty hard, the fact that our moms aren't here. So if there's a like a peaceful, nice way, you know, to to even acknowledge them, you know, not that you're trying to bring them back or sit down and eat with them, you know, but just you know, I, I mm-hmm. guess we call it a happy medium, you know, but not something creepy where it freaks me the hell out, you know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's what I'm, I'm open to suggestions about that you know I don't want to feel like I'm welcoming a, a, a dead spirit because I just don't feel that there's a way to do things you know mm-hmm. and I don't want to do it uh, out of order or you know anything that's weird um, so I just wrestle with what the hell to do and how to do it you know but yeah I just feel when you welcome you know the unwanted stuff like the, everything has a, a, a good and a bad you know there's mm-hmm. a a balance that's there so it's like I don't want to um unintentionally welcome the the negative negativity part of all of that yeah I think it's your mentality too because I think if you go into it with I don't want to invite the evil I mean like what are you calling exactly what are you calling that to yourself but I was I looked at Coco this week I think it was Thursday or Uh Wednesday I can't remember but I looked at Coco um, I don't know if you guys have seen the movie, but Coco is an excellent movie. And yes. in Coco, they were talking about pretty much they offer uh, an offerenda where it's like a, I guess, a shrine. A shrine is so horrible of a word, but it's kind of like an altar, altar to their ancestors. So they have like all of the photos of their ancestors. They offer food, offer like anything that their ancestors, you know, appreciated while they were alive, they would have fresh uh, flowers, just celebrating their ancestors and they throw a big gathering to do so. And for me, that's definitely something I'm going to incorporate into my family. I started my altar yesterday, um, but I don't, my, the only hangup I have is some memories that I have of some of my ancestors aren't like the best. And like, I can't really think of good memories of them sometimes so I think that's the struggle with me but I feel like oral traditions are no longer in use so like I was asking my son I asked all my children individually um, how they felt about Halloween um, and Dia de los Muertos which is the Hispanic version of it and I was asking them how they felt about it do they feel as though we should incorporate it and they, one of my sons, my baby boy, he was like, well, I don't know my ancestors. And it was weird for him to say that because, and like what Shawan, to kind of add to what Shawan was saying, we don't talk about our ancestors. Like, I rarely mm-hmm. talk about my mom. I rarely talk about my grandmothers to my son. So he would not know who they were. So I feel like also on the Dia de, la, de los Mortos or Halloween, that is a day to have these conversations about who your family lineage is and who your ancestors are and to honor them because if they didn't come before you, you would not be here regardless of how much you respected or appreciate or didn't like them at all. You didn't create your life. It was created for you. So it's kind of one of those things where you do have to have some sort of respect for the dead. And kind of like what Shawan was saying, we don't celebrate our dead. Like, we learn about the dead at a funeral. Oh, your Mm -hmm. uncle so-and-so passed away. And now you're at the funeral, and that's the extent of it. You know what I'm saying? We don't celebrate it after that most of the time, you know? Yeah. But isn't that weird? I'm the same way. Like, I rarely, like, my son knows who my mom is, and, like, I have a picture up of her. 
um, and he's seen photos, even like my grandfather. And I don't, I don't know. So not again, not to tap all into therapy again, but um, <laughs> when I went to a therapist appointment, she also found that weird too. She was like, why? She was like, did you have a bad relationship? And I was like, no. She was like, so why do you think your son shouldn't know, you know, your family? She was like, it's still mm-hmm. your family. Yeah. I was like, damn, that's a good point. And I don't know if it's because it's maybe still hurt and mm-hmm. pain with me that I kind of still need to tap into where when I talk to them, I'm not going to start, you know, crying. Cause I mean, he's not going to want to deal with that. He'll be like, here she go again, crying about shit that I don't even know about. Yes. Um, agreed. So that's that could I- be it on my end. And that's what I was talking to. Um, I've been, you know, coming to the realization. It's like a lot of times when I do want to go further into stuff, it's like, I'm so emotional that everything gets lost in my freaking moment. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. My moment of grief. And it just, even, I mean, I'm so emotional. Like, even when I talk about like Black history and Martin Luther King and them, I'm like tearing up, like to the point where I'm like, why did they have to die? You know, like everything for me. And I haven't been big on like pictures and stuff like that, but I'm starting to even embrace, like I have one picture of, my mom it, well it's my brother's house so it's in the living room he has a picture of and I put like a flower you know near the picture and I I talk to my kids more and more because some of the things some of their characteristics remind me of my mother even you know their their physical um features remind me of my mother and I just I feel the need to talk about it as I realize, you know, and I'm just like, the more we talk to them, it's like the stuff that I do, some stuff don't make no sense. You know, if you have something, it's like, cause my mom and them used to do it. It's like, we need to unpack that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It does turn into a therapy thing. Cause it's like, some of that shit don't make no damn sense. You know, why we do certain things. Cause my mama used to do it. You know, it's like just being able to address like we said, our ancestors are the people that came before us. It's like, like Pasha said, if they didn't come before us, we would not be here. So I think it, it is important. Um, even when talking about the negative side, you know, it, I, I use everything as a learning experience with my children. So even if it's something that we don't want to pass on to the next generation, I still address it like, well, yeah. so-and-so did this and that was effed up, you know, like however it has to come out, I end up addressing that person and, and moving on. But to make it like a regular thing and, and teachable moments, that's what I'm really big on. And it's just once I get past the tears, I'm OK, you know, <laughs> but sometimes that does take a while. And I think it's it's a part of our own healing, I feel, to to address it and to make it a point to say this is this person existed. This person lived from this time to this time. And you know how sometimes, even for ourselves, I I don't like to talk about, you know, ourselves in terms of when we're not here, but what is our legacy going to be? You know, they say that from the time you're born to the time you die, what's in the middle, that's what counts. Mm -hmm. What, what are, what legacy did they leave? What did we learn from their life or what it, you know, what was their contribution to us? Yeah. There's always something we can pull from from our own hurt, you know, and, and still educate our children on who our family members were. Cause they were pretty freaking awesome and they persevered, you know, to get us this far. So I had a client, I do want to say this real quick. I had a client whose mom died when she was young 
And one of the things that she used to do every year on, it was like close around Christmas, I want to say, but it was for her mom's birthday. She did always cook a wonderful meal. You know, I want to say she cooked her mom's favorite food, but it was no matter what, it was good food. She bought a cake to honor her mother. She got like a picture of her mom kind of blown up like on a canvas and she would put it in a, an area of her house where it was like her honoring her mom. I think she would do it for like a week's worth of time. But it, I learned so much from this person because it's like, I'm not letting her memory die. If nobody else in my family wants to celebrate my mom, she was like, I'm going to do it, you know? And that I had so much respect for her for doing that. And, and it caused me, you know, when I left the session, I was so torn up, you know, like, dang, that was so beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Like, you think you're helping somebody and you don't even realize that that person is helping you in that moment. But to see how every year she faithfully honored her mother, that just gave me some insight. Like, mm, I should do the same. Like, I don't see anything negative. And it, it was kind of therapeutic for her. Like, I'm keeping your memory alive. You know, that sort of thing. It, it's yeah. I, I respected it. Sorry, y'all. We do that every year, too. On my yeah. mom's birthday, which is March 3rd, we have a party for her in or around her birthday. If her birthday is on a weekend, then we do it on the weekend um, mm -hmm. where we everybody comes over just like a big Sunday dinner. And, you know, we honor her on that day. I, I love the fact that in Coco, um, if they didn't have their ancestors picture on the alpharenda after a certain time, that ancestor became forgotten mm -hmm. in the afterworld. So he mm -hmm. couldn't cross over to the the world of the living um, to visit his ancestors because he became forgotten. And I think that's a big piece that like I've noticed with my family that's a missing aspect of things. So like on my family, my great grandmother was like the gatekeeper. Like she had all of the information. So uh -huh. when she passed, we have like photo albums of people that we don't know. They're kind of ghosts. Mm -hmm to us because mm -hmm. we have no clue who they are and that's because she never passed down any traditions orally she never told us she she told me one time she pointed out everybody in that photo album but I was younger so I yeah. wouldn't remember and they're not labeled so I told my sister we have to do a project where we at least label our photo albums from here on out you know so that way mm -hmm. our kids will know um and like I said, I did have this conversation individually with each one of my kids. And my daughter yesterday was like, hey, mom, where's your high school photo album? So I have like a photo album from when I turned 18 to about 19 or 20. And I have like pictures of all my friends during that time, high school, us, our first year of Norfolk State, me and Shawan meeting. It's like a lot of pictures in there. And my daughter was like, OK, I'm going to start a project where I label your photos. So it's like yeah. she's going to help me. So that way you know, everybody doesn't become forgotten because I get it now. You know what I'm saying? It makes sense. Mm -hmm. They become really ghosts because you no longer know who they are. Mm -mm. So nice. I think that's one thing my mom was good at, like photos and taking pictures with her thing. Because like me and Amanda have like albums of like us, old family members, like with our granddad, our aunts, our uncles. I remember them, so it's not a point of necessarily labeling them, but, excuse me, she kept, she kept track of that. The only thing um, I don't, I guess, know that much is my grandma. So my grandma has this one cool family photo, which is 
So my grandma's a surviving me- last surviving member of her family and my granddad's family. Whoa. Wow. So in her family photo, it's her original. It's her mom, her dad, and her three brothers and sister. So that, I don't really know much about them. And she still remembers. So, I mean, this would be a great opportunity to talk to her about that. Yes. But um, I don't know. I guess I should say, I don't really know my grandparents' like lineage, like further back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think my grandma kind of knows the basics. So like us, my grandma lost her mom when she was young. She was probably like eight. So um, she was raised by aunts and uncles and things. So... Yeah, I think that would just that makes me think like to kind I'm of I'm saying to label it though. Definitely label son. it. I know, yeah, for your son, because that's that's where we fall short. Cause like my gotcha. grandmother, if she would have known, and when I say my grandmother, everybody, I'm referring to my great grandmother. So not my mom's mom, her mother. Because my grandmother, we didn't have a relationship honestly at all. But with her, she's my great grandmother. So like all of her brothers and it was just her and her sister because her brothers died when they were younger and her mom wasn't there. So it's like a lot of missing pieces to the puzzle that we will never know because she's no longer here to say this is this person in this album. This is and like her daughter. Oh, just stop talking but her daughter acts like she knows nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know who this person is. And I'm like, how do you not know? Like you were around during that time. And everybody is, I don't know who these are, you know, and it's just so annoying. So for us, we don't want our kids to have that same situation, you know? Yeah. So let me say this to bring it back to the here and now. I know you say you're going to stop talking because mm-hmm. <laughs> you could go uh, somewhere else. But how you said you, you want to finish your altar. What do you need to make it complete? Do you know? Or you still No, it? I'm still looking at videos and stuff so I can make it complete. But definitely, you're supposed to have the four elements. So air, water, fire, earth. Um, so like feathers, candles, incense, water, you know, water feature. So I'm still in the process of kind of getting everything right. You're supposed to have candles, you know, a certain yeah. cloth. Mm. From what I hear to drape over it. I find um Miss Azalea introduced me to um I think it's called what is it? Vibes. Oh, soulful it? vibes. Soulful vibes. And they do a lot of videos on um altars and they also have like they sell stones and incense and it's just a really, really cool website. So I definitely advise people to check it out. And like I said, they do videos on how to build altars and how to do? Cha- I mean, it's just very informative, getting you involved in that spiritual aspect of things. And um, one thing I know, um, being so hung up sometimes on you know this modern or new age Christianity type thing, it makes people kind of reject some things that aren't necessarily bad, you mm-hmm. know, in terms of stones and things like that. So I think it is good to to keep an open mind with stuff like this and not be like, oh, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Or that sounds weird. Or, you know, just some of the customs that we have gotten away from is not necessarily bad. So I'm going to check out. And I like how you put that. Because I feel like that's how I am. I feel like I still like, and I mean, I don't know what's right. Like when we all go away from here, I mean, it is what it is. Because I don't feel like, you know, religion's man-made so I don't feel like oh because you're Jewish you're not doing it right oh because you're Mm -hmm. Christian you're not doing it right 
I can't say that because if you grew up as a Jew, there's certain, you know, principles you're following and you're getting blessed. How can I say what you're doing is wrong? Exactly. I think sometimes that's why I just talked to my girlfriend about this, why I feel like Christianity gets a bad rap because Mm -hmm. most of the times we don't see other religions going to other places saying that this is the way of life. Mm. And I think sometimes that's where people get kind of hung up on it. And again, I don't know what's right. Do I still read my Bible? Yes. Um, Mm -hmm. Do I still like get crystals? Yes. Do I still (laughs) meditate? Yes. Um, So I don't think there's like one correct way. Um, I feel like I'm still blessed, you know, regardless of what's right or wrong. Um, so I like how you put that. It's just sometimes we get so hung up on like, nah, this is the way, you know, you're supposed to do it and no, this, this, and this. And it's like, you don't know, you don't know. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And it's like, all of this is here for you to, in essence, explore, you know, so what works best for you works best for you. And I can't criticize you, you know, now, if I don't agree with it, that's one thing, but I'm not going to shun you because that's what you do. Like if it's working for you, then it's working for you. Exactly. Um, that's how I feel too. One last question though, before we wrap this up, sorry, because I know we're going on and on, you know, spooky <laughs> season. Um, how do you guys feel about um, 